This is the Come A Girl Daily Podcast, written by Stephanie Bond. July 23rd, Saturday. Hello, Marigold. It's Dr. Jarvis again. How are you enjoying the music? I've memorized every note of all 40 songs, but not out of love. What do you say we try a few more tests? I'm game, although I keep thinking about Dr. Tyson's declaration that I'm not improving. I'm going to be touching your face, Marigold. I hope that's okay. Feel free to speak up now if you don't like strange men getting so personal. (laughs) He chuckled. I didn't speak up. Okay. I'm using both hands to lightly touch your face, starting at your forehead and slowly moving down your nose. And out to your cheeks. Do you feel that? I don't. But I can smell the strong soap he'd use to wash his hands. I wonder if he has nice hands. Okay, I'm moving down to your mouth. Do you feel that, Marigold? Do you feel me touching your mouth? Again, no. But I kind of loved thinking about it. And now to your chin. Do you feel my hands, Marigold? No, but I'm starting to feel panicky that I'm running out of time and maybe running out of people who believed I could get out of this bed. Okay, I'm holding your right hand, Marigold. Do you feel my hand in yours? Can you squeeze my hand, Marigold? Can you? Marigold, tell your brain to tell your right hand to move. Do it, Marigold. Please, At the pleading note in his voice, I gave it all I had. I visualized my brain as a detached, cartoonish image with arms and legs, looking down and wagging its finger at my hand, telling it what to do, and my hand meekly obeying. I heard his sharp intake of breath. Miracle, you did it! His voice was jubilant. You squeezed my hand! I felt it! Inside, I'm having my own ticker tape parade. This is the beginning of the way back. I have to find Dr. Tyson. Don't go anywhere. I'll be right back. He ran from the room calling Dr. Tyson's name. My family was going to be so happy, not to mention all my Facebook fans and Twitter minions and Instagram followers and Pinterest boarders, and the door burst open and footsteps rushed inside. Which hand did she move? Dr. Tyson asked. Her right hand, Dr. Jarvis said. She squeezed my hand. Curb your excitement, Jarvis. You might not have felt what you think you felt. I didn't imagine it, Dr. Tyson. I asked her to squeeze my hand, and she did. It could have been an involuntary response or a spasm. But she responded to my request, which could be a coincidence. If she did it once, she can do it again. I sensed her leaning over me, and I recognized the click from a penlight. She must be holding open my eyelids and shining a light over my green irises. The click sounded again. Pupils are fixed. Ms. Kemp, can you move the fingers of your right hand? I tried, but could feel my brain fogging. What image had I used before? I couldn't recall. Ms. Kemp. Try again. 
Can you move the fingers of your right hand? Mergold, move your fingers, Jarvis urged. Jarvis, I've got this, Dr. Tyson said in a stern voice. Ms. Kemp, squeeze my hand. Use your right hand to squeeze mine. From the silence, I assumed my hand is not responding. Try again, Ms. Kemp, Dr. Tyson said. Squeeze my hand. Nothing. Jarvis made an exasperated noise. She squeezed my hand, I swear. Okay, first of all, what were you doing in here? I had some free time and thought I would work with Marigold, uh, uh, with Miss Kemp. Really? So you just decided you're going to conduct your own little experiment? I, uh, uh, where did that TV come from? The doctor's lounge, he said sheepishly. Put it back, she snapped. And from now on, when you have some free time, come and see me. I have a mountain of patient folders that need to be organized. Yes, doctor. And not a word about this to anyone, she said, including the family. I won't have you giving them false hope over something you probably imagined. Yes, doctor. Her irritation was evident from the way she stalked from the room. I imagined Dr. Jarvis standing there, alone and defeated. You said you wouldn't give up on me, I implored. Don't fail me now. He walked across the room. I hoped Jarvis would defy Dr. Tyson and once again take my hand. Instead, the volume of the TV went silent. Then I heard him gathering cords and roll it away, wheels squeaking. When the door closed, the silence was so... lonely. The sounds of the machines around our beds seemed louder now, more menacing. I never thought I'd miss the cello, but I do. It's Stephanie again. What do you think will happen next in the Coma Girl Daily Podcast? Be sure to subscribe now so you don't miss a single episode of this six-month saga. And check the show notes for more information about Coma Girl eBooks and the complete audiobook, plus links to other serials I've written. Thank you for joining the Coma Girl Party. This is going to be so fun. 